Dyson Pizza contains descriptions of peril, natural disasters, and kaiju. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Hello, Wayward listeners. Welcome back to Dyson Pizza, a quest show that follows Zaba, Driftwood, and Ernie, a ragtag band of heroes who are chasing after Tang Kai, an ancient dragon god bent on bringing back the hundred years of sun to the world of Mirios. My name is Derek, he him pronouns, and I will be your guide for today's journey. As always, the game we are playing is Quest. It's a story-focused game that uses one 20-sided die, a one is a catastrophe, and a 20 is a triumph, with a gradient of successes and failures in between. As we journey through the land of Mirios on our quest, you'll get to see what other abilities and spells this game features. For now, let's meet our ragtag band of heroes. Hiya, hiya. I'm Maya World. They, them pronouns, please. And I play Zaba, um, who hopefully we know a little bit by now, but um, he does not know what corn is. That's, that's a little fun fact. I'm sorry, Driftwood, that I took that from you. Um, aloha kapatid. My name is Justin. He, him pronouns. I'll be playing Driftwood. They, them pronouns. Driftwood is the party doctor. They hail from the island village of Noro, uh, and they're very defensive of their home despite not being a guardian, and in fact being very critical and angry at the guardian uh, system, uh, Zaba. <laughs> Zaba included. <laughs> Zaba very much included in that. They are looking forward to eat more food moving forward and eventually just spend some time chilling without having to worry about running from burning village to burning village. Hello, hello. Um, I'm Kyla. My pronouns are they, them, theirs. Um, I play Arneas, or Ernie, um, as their nickname is. Um, a skilled spy who doesn't seem to be really proving that, either in battle or just in general. But um, unfortunately, from the city of Tosu. Unfortunately. <laughs> wow, what a, what a way wow. to, to just go out. <laughs> I'm trying to think of another fun fact, but... That's all, that's all I have. That's all good. Well, last time on Dice and Pizza, you got a little bit of a taste of the origins of the characters. And before that, our characters got to Alita, where they met a bunch of new people. They met the champion of Adesis, Jack. They met Kurum, the guardian of Alita. They learned about the Buaya, mysterious crocodile-like creature in the lake. They also went to Adesis and saw the massive city of stone. And on their way out, a strange, very aloof, a uh, tall individual was being dragged away by the champion of Adesis, and he called out to Ernie, um, letting Ernie know that uh, he was okay, but that he also needed help. Classic. The three of you fa- have found yourselves on the beach alongside the lake in between the city of Adesis and Alita, shortly after having left the city with your fishing rods and your fishing gear and having seen and seen this guy call out to Ernie. What do the three of you do here well we're outside of the city ernie do you want to explain yeah um so sidon's a i don't know if i call him a pal of mine but i guess seemed pretty friendly yeah um yeah sidon's a friend of mine um lives right (laughs) across the streets uh frequently in the stocks um I detect no sense of urgency <laughs> in seeing your childhood friend being carried away. Well, we're not really childhood <laughs> friends. Like we did, we have known each other since childhood. But I mean, the last time that we saw each other, um, I helped Sidon escape Tosu, um, camped out, and then we went our separate ways. Um, I thought he was going to go to the ocean to get some fresh air, but apparently not. Seems he needs help escaping again. Yes. 
as always. So, so this is typical for Sidon. Yes. Well, you seem to. It seems to be like also typical for you too. Do, <laughs> do, are you are you in the habit of helping Sidon out of these、uh, situations? It's a long pause. <laughs> More recently, yes. <laughs> I don't think I'm helping either of you. I'm, All right. I'm, I'm not being. I'm not being very、um, forward with with facts right now. It seems. You, that's, not you, Ernie's, that's not Ernie. You didn't say that out loud. Okay. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, that's pretty frank." How urgent is this matter?、Mm, I mean, again, <laughs> <laughs> the long pause. The long pause. Wait. So, so was Sidon carried into like the the gates already, or do we still kind of see them like over there? Uh, being wheeled in. No, he was. So he was carried into the second set of gates. So there's two portcullises in the city. He was carried into like where the upper class citizens live. He was carried into that place, presumably to be taken before the king of Edesis. Is it obvious to us that those like second portcullis gates are like for upper class folk? No, I mean probably Ernie would would get it, but I don't think Zaba and Driftwood would. Yeah, I mean the person dragging Sidon in was Jack. Yes, the right, champion, the、yeah. hero or champion or whatever. You both can do whatever you want. I will be trying to sneak in at some point before we leave. At some point. No, it sounds like you don't need our help. <laughs> I'm really not helping the urgency case here, am I?、Um, so I'm okay to go fishing, and you're okay <laughs> to sneak into the city and free. I mean,、Spider-Man. I would welcome the help, but、um, <laughs> I mean, I I can get over a wall. Pretty. I'm. I look at the wall. How tall is this wall? The wall is like maybe forty, fifty feet tall. But something that that percolates in、uh, your head, Zaba, as you like look up at this wall, is that you do remember that, like, as a guardian, you do have elevated status and could probably, you know, get a court with the champion if you desired to talk to the champion, despite your prior feelings. Flashback to <laughs> when you said when I, you said absolutely not <laughs> to <laughs> meeting with a、um, with Jack the champion. Well, we definitely rushed out of the city that we're trying to get back into. <laughs> I think we can fish for a little bit. It doesn't seem that this is an urgent matter. Well, okay, I say that, but you know, I, I feel like I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like Sidon's feelings would be a little hurt if、oh, I so took. It's it's a matter of feelings, not life or death. So I think we can fish. <laughs> Okay. So Ernie, are you gonna go fishing with them until nightfall?、Yeah. Okay. So the three of you go to the lake and set down your stuff. You lay out some blankets, pull out some fishing bait. Driftwood, you go through your like utility apron, and there's all the baits and stuff. And the three of you prepare to fish.、Um, everybody, roll me a d20 for this for this fishing challenge. Okay. Where we're actually fishing. Yeah. Y'all have actually gone fishing. Oh dear lord! I rolled a one. I got a ten.、Uh, it was seventeen. Okay. In order from success to catastrophe, we're going to start with driftwood. You cast off. You fished thousands of time in the decades you've been around, and this, like anything, is quite comforting. You feel a stirring in your stomach, 
and your heart as you feel a little bit more at home having gone fishing. You describe to me what kind of a catch you get out of the lake. I catch, uh, oh man, I'm just playing Animal Crossing. So I'm like thinking about like 10 different fish right now. I catch like a really meaty bass. Nice. Um, it's, uh, it's a bass of like a pinkish hue that I've never seen before. Um, and when I pull it out, I feel like my forearms flex a little bit and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm a little bit stronger than I thought. And I'm like, Ooh, I'm kind of a catch as like this bass. Um, and then as I pull it out of the water, like it slow mos like in those like fishing video games where like you catch a fish and then I give like a short little prayer to Mitra underneath my breath. I was like, oh, Mitra, I hope you're watching right now. Yeah, uh, and then it lands in my arms. Ugh. Yeah, you have this giant bass that you've ca- that you've caught over to like the little cooking station you all have built, where there's a small fire going, and you begin to prepare the the fish. While Zaba, you have a tough choice. I'll 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 be frank. You can you've caught something, but the problem is that it's it's stronger than you. Oh, you can either let it go, or you can um, get pulled into the lake. And, and and try again to get it. Um, hmm. I will get pulled in further. Your your feet enter into the lake. It's very cold. Um, a shiver <laughs> runs through your, your spine as you try again. Go ahead and roll me a d20. <laughs> three. A three. A failure. Okay. Your line snaps and the fish gets away. You lose your fishing hook and bait. But you still have the rod. When 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 the when the line snaps, Zaba, you feel something. You feel a magical presence begin to like percolate again in the lake. And it's at that point when Ernie, like you, have cast out, and you feel something tug on your on your fishing rod. You begin to pull and reel back. But whatever you're pulling, it's really, really, really big. Zaba, you can feel something, and you see that like whatever Ernie is pulling in is not a fish it is it is quite scaly actually is driftwood does driftwood uh yeah i'm kissing my fish is that normal (laughs) is this normal for line fishing (laughs) i'm what you breaking your net no look look to look to my right look (laughs) i'm just (laughs) pulling the line the the fishing rod back and forth wildly like doesn't know how to fish is Ernie's heels like dragging into the sand? Yeah, like <laughs> you're so you so you have you have driftwood in the front, like just peacefully like doing whatever to the fish. In the background, Ernie's just <laughs> struggling for their life with this fishing rod. Can we spring into action? Yeah, well, driftwood. As you look and are about to like spring into action to help Ernie, literally, like the three of you feel a, a, a rumble as as you as you hear the sound and feel the ground shake beneath you. And all of a sudden, from the lake emerges a giant crocodile that has the fishing hook, the tiny little fishing hook, like in its mouth. And it like leaps out and stands before you. Boom, boom. And I roars. The rod. <laughs> uh, driftwood, you know this to be the buaya that you relieved the other night. And it is very, very angry right now. Over that tiny fishing hook? Yeah. What did I do? Zaba, you get a feeling that this creature, like you, is protecting something. But we are in a combat, so everybody roll a d20. Well, 
I prefer my spear for fishing anyway. Oh, fuck. Uh, I got a 16. 18, baby. I got an 18 from that. Yo, oh, I got wow. an 18 okay. from that dropped uh, dice, which I'll take. So it's going to go Zaba and Driftwood, then Ernie. That's good. I want to see what you both do. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. So, yeah, Driftwood, Zaba, go ahead. Something's being protected. Did you get a sense of that, too? Driftwood. I mean, we're in a combat situation, so I don't know how much we can talk, but... Yeah, when I relieved the lake, I detected a uh, strong spirit, which this confirms strong spirit. They were tense. They were frustrated. And so it, they're taking their frustration out on us. As a reminder, you can move and then do one thing. That one thing is an attack or use an ability. Yeah, let's not needlessly antagonize. Is the Bawaya like a completely spiritual being? Like how physical to spiritual ratio is it? Ooh, that is a great question. So the Bawaya, as you as you look at it, you see that parts of it are like spectral in nature. Part of it is physical and part of it is spectral and it's sort of fading in and out. It kind of lives between two spaces. And that's where this sort of like magical energy that that you were feeling driftwood comes from. It's like quite large. Like it's like you won't like only about like its head and upper body are emerged onto the shore where the three of you are. You haven't even seen its tail and its hind legs. Okay. And then could I get like a size reference? Is it like how long? Its face is about like 60 feet long. (laughs) It's huge. (laughs) This thing is huge. Like, so it's taller than the fucking wall. Yeah, it is huge. Yeah, Ernie, like, you realize, wait, everyone can probably see this. Like, you start to hear, like, bells ringing in both Alita and Adesis to, like, and and you start to see the boats that are in the lake start to, like, go back to shore. Like, like everybody's seeing this. I pick the fishing rod back up. (laughs) I'm going to start as, okay, so this is, like, a huge thing that's happening. It's, like, a big, big, Mm -hmm. big thing. I got to start with with talking to them. I'm going to try to do commune with the dead now that i know that it's spectral um i'm gonna read the description so it's cost one ip if you're aware of one or more spectral creatures nearby you may communicate with them you don't need to be able to see a spirit as long as you have sense its presence uh you may have a conversation with the spirits for up to a minute and you communicate with them telepathically you must share a language to understand each other spirits must want to respond if they choose not to speak to your adventure point is refunded so i want to prepare to do this if possible can i take the form of a crocodile, <laughs> like a small one. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to. Well, before I I do that, I'll I'll say driftwood. I'll be back. Um, and I'm going to turn into a crocodile. <laughs> and um, what I'm going to do while driftwood is doing whatever is I'm going to investigate, see like what are we close to that is being protected. You having now for the first time seen a crocodile, you take what you've seen of it and you put your mind to it and you transform using your magics into a crocodile and you slip into the lake. Ernie, what are you going to do? So the thing is, I wanted to disguise, but you have to be in a room to do that. Because <laughs> Ernie, at this moment, Ernie just wants to turn into a bush and just, <laughs> just like... You can do that? <laughs> no, I can't because I'm not in a room. At least, just, I mean, I could, I could try. It would just wouldn't be through my abilities, I guess. It would just be like... Why do you have to be in a room? Wait... I'm confused. Anyway, here let me read the let me read the description for disguise. Anytime you are in a room, like a bedroom, armory, or office, you may find objects of use to put together a convincing disguise. <laughs> Ernie's usually pretty bloodthirsty, but I <laughs> not with this. The one time. <laughs> the one time. Did you, yeah, so Ernie. This is probably the. Log. 
Yeah, Just I kidding. mean, like, can I? Yeah, can I? Is there a log that I can hide behind or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a log you can go hide behind. Yeah, you can take cover. Uh, and then, can I keep an eye out for people who might be approaching, who might want to, who might make the situation worse? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, at God. the moment, is it just me? It's with just the <laughs> Yeah. So we're going to go back to the... So it's the Buwaya's turn. And the Buwaya goes like... Like from the roar, just clamps its jaw down and a sonic wave goes out. My log. It hits both Ernie and Driftwood. My log. me? <laughs> You're in the water. Oh, so it's like an outside. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a forward-facing like sonic thing, and I assume like the yeah. the water insulates you. Yeah, it, like you hear it, Zaba, and it hurts your ears. Ernie and Driftwood, it's like it's like a grenade just got off, like went oh off. God. Your ears are ringing Jeez. as the both of you are blown back, like twenty feet. Uh, Driftwood, <laughs> you take you take three points of damage, Driftwood, and Ernie. You take five because the log crushes on top of you when you hit the ground. <laughs> yeah. There goes half my health. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Meanwhile, Zaba, underwater. Sorry. Sorry, it's just so funny. And roll me a, uh, a d20. Okay. No, roll D4. Nah. No. Uh-huh. It's a 10. Yeah, as you're, as you're swimming down, trying to find out what is behind, like what is underneath here, you have a tough choice. You can either spend three adventure points to dodge out of the way of the, of a, of the Buaya's massive tail that is swinging towards you, or you can take the hit and take three points of damage. Ooh, I'm an alligator. I don't have that much health. <laughs> I'm going to spend three AP to, to dodge this. You dodge out of the way and swim past it. And as you swim deeper into the lake, you are completely surrounded by what appear to be other sort of spiritual entities at the bottom of this lake. Like you're seeing like spectral fish and like spectral sea life. And you realize that like the Buwaya is protecting this large, it's like a, it's like a crystal towards like the middle, towards like the center of this lake that is like glowing with like purple, like light. And that appears to be what it's protecting this magical crystal. Okay. Well, I'm assuming the Buwaya hasn't noticed me. Not yet. Be- <laughs> Not yet. That's, um... Um, I'm trying to think if I want to do anything else before I go back up to to communicate with Driftwood. To talk to Driftwood, I have to I have to turn back, and then I would have to and then spend more APs to turn back into um, some sort of thing to go back down. Can I? Is there any indication of why the Buaya feels so threatened? Like, um, is there like, am I seeing like trash or detritus or? There is trash. There's pollution. There's this like filth this kind of grime this like sludge that's like in the lake it's now like coming back to you like when you were in adesis they were like dumping their trash in the lake they were you know they were pumping things their sewage out into the lake you also when you start to look around like you notice that there's like remnants of like people like guards that like 
you know, you recognize like bits and bobs of the armor. Like this isn't the first time the Buaya has been attacked or threatened. And you're starting to see that. When you um, when you say that, that means that other people, it seems like other people attacked Buaya or? um... Yeah, other people have attacked. Okay, that's good information to know. Is there anything immediately threatening the, um, I remember it's purple. I don't remember what it was. It's like a giant crystal that is glowing like a like a like a light purple. Is there anything um, immediately threatening it right now besides the general like effects of um, industrialization? You get a sense that there's a reason why the Buaya is protecting it, mm. and you sense a great magical presence from this crystal. So you know that whoever has this, it's powerful. So okay, I think that's all I can do for now. Yes, I can't cast any more spells while I'm in this form. Um, so I'm going to go up and communicate with um, with Driftwood. Begin to swim back up towards the shore. At the top of initiative, we have Driftwood. You've been flung back, um, still holding your giant bass. Or like you managed to catch your bass effortlessly and protect it and set it down. Um, Ernie is underneath a log and the Buaya <laughs> is kind of like thrashing about. You still hear the bells being rung. Was I able to connect with the Buaya at all? Um, or was it just like a no, that they didn't want to talk? So after the sonic boom happened, you began to, you attempted, like you felt there was a connection because of the sonic boom, you weren't able to complete it. So refund the point, but you can try again. So Driftwood has heard about the Buaya before from Noro. Um, they weren't sure if it was still alive or where exactly it was. But they remember a local tale about when you come across a Bawaya, you should, and you're fishing, you should provide an offering to it. Like if you catch two fish, you should definitely give them one. And if you only catch one, you have to give one to the Bawaya. And so Driftwood has the bass near them. Is that correct? So what is the, what is the Bawaya actively doing right now? Is it, is it like looking at us? Is it? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to, hold it's a huge bass like underneath one of my arms and start to kind of like give a comforting posture towards the boy and start walking slowly towards it i have an eye on like ernie underneath the log i'm under the log yeah beyond that all of my focus is on the boya and i start to cast relieve um as i approach with the intention of giving the bass as an offering to the boya you start to sense the boya's breath slow down as it turns to make a direct eye contact with you. Ernie, you're still trapped under the log. Is there anything you want to do? I'm assuming on this turn, I can't free myself from the log. Uh, yeah, you can try and free yourself from the, from well, the log. Well, <laughs> before that, do I see it? From my, my very great position pinned under a log, can I see anybody coming towards the lake? You cannot see, but you do hear the sound of hooves. It's fucking Jack. So you know someone's coming. Okay. Yeah. Um, then I'm going to try and free myself from the lock. Okay. Roll me a d20. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. That's a seven. You manage to pull the log off of you, but you can either lose two adventure points or something of yours has to be broken. Listen, you know how much AP I have. <laughs> yep. I know how much AP you have. Um. I mean, I'm down to take damage, but um, I'm going to use the 2 AP. Great. All right. You use the 2 AP and you get out from underneath the log. Saba, you emerge out of the lake. 
I, and you try, I, yeah. I, you know, when you like alligators, how they kind of like waddle out, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like little legs. Yeah, that's, that's little push ups. <laughs> yeah. So, Ozaba kind of like waddles out onto the shore like that. Cool. Yeah, Driftwood's like, focus kind of looks <laughs> to <laughs> alligator like, Kind of like shake like a, like shake off like a dog and then yeah. become, I transform back into Zaba. Yep. Yeah. You do that as you see Driftwood, you know, with one arm, you know, outstretched and another with the bass, uh, you know, Jurassic Park style. The Buaya seems to have calmed for now. Ernie is out from underneath the log. I just have, I said like splinters sticking out all over me. Yeah. <laughs> Ernie and Zaba, you see several horses with Jack in, in tow uh, coming towards you all. I knew um, it. I knew it. I knew it was going to be Jack. Okay, well. Sidon's not with them anymore, right? Nope. I will go out to meet uh, with Jack. And on the way, I'll say, oh, Ernie, I didn't, I didn't know you were the only person who could. I mean, I didn't know you also could transform into a porcupine. I just, I, I'm pulling out. I'm pulling out fucking split. Did I just stare at you as you walk by? <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'm trying to look official. like. So rude. Guardian official with like my spear and cool. Um, yeah, yeah. As you run up to them, Zaba, you notice two things. One, Jack is there with an envoy of guards, you know, similar guards to the ones you all encountered in Alita. And two, there is a strange human sized sack with something in it over one of the horses. Okay. Yeah. Driftwood, what do you do as you're as you have the attention of the Buaya? So I'm trying to cast relieve. Is there any effect that is discernible right now? It is not hostile towards you anymore. So I'm primed to present the bass to them as an offering. And I kind of bow my head. So I try to get maybe at least like 10 feet between us on the edge of the boy's mouth um, and lay the fish down. So I'm going to try to do it again as I start to back away, um, posing no threat and still maintaining focus and eye contact with the Bawaya. So walking backwards right now. You present the offering, and you cast commune with the dead, and the Bawaya snatches up the offering, eats the whole bass in one slurp, one snap of the jaw. It's little. And like, it sends like a chill like through everyone's spine as the snap just goes <laughs> Driftwood, at that moment, you do feel the connection being forged between you and the Bawaya. What do you say? Okay, so Driftwood, in the collective unconscious, creature with the utmost strength, I know you're the Bawaya in the lake between Edesis and Alita. I've communicated with you before. I am a doctor hailing from the island village of Noro. We have been taught to respect all spirits, especially ones that have a strong relationship with the land and specifically the water. Can you tell me what is causing you pain? The Bawaya speaks to you in... The sort of choice phrases and words you gather from what it says to you is, my home is is shrinking. My home is being trespassed upon. There are men with designs on what I am protecting. It is sacred to, to the people here that were first at the lake. And it is sacred to all of us, spirits and creatures. I understand how you're feeling, I feel very similar. Noro is experiencing a great deal of pain and exploitation from folks who did not know the ultimate effects of their existence. Me and my partners, as you've seen, uh, Zaba and Ernie, we mean well to be here. We are simple travelers. We don't mean to settle here 
or do any colonizing. We want to help the emissaries in communicating your needs with the surrounding villages. May we have license to move around the area without interference from you. I know it's a big ask to protect these other villagers of potentially ill will against you. So I don't, I don't want you to protect them. You don't have to protect them. I, we, we want to be here to help. So any assistance that we can provide in communication and be in constant communication with you, I feel would be beneficial to all of us. Roll me a d20. <sighs> it's a three. Uh, the Buaya says, there are others coming here that I see, and I do not know how yet I can trust you. But in time, maybe, you see the Buaya begin to move past you towards the people on the road. Oh, no. Um, It's at that moment that we're going to pivot over to you, Zaba. You begin to hear the boom, boom of the Buaya coming up closer to the road as Jack and the guards ride up. Jack dismounts in one swift, swift movement. He says, finally, has come out of the lake. And he pull rips out of his scabbard this giant oh, sword that is glowing it's glowing like a tinge red like it's magical uh-huh. and zaba you feel really uneasy as you feel the sword the sword almost hungers <clears throat> and he begins to stride w- what do you do well i'm i'm going to get in his way or at least mm-hmm. um say halt you you don't know what you're you are dealing with on whose authority are you going to stop me? As Zaba, guardian of Kokuru village, chosen by Bannon, and as the leisher of Tankai. He stops at that. His composure goes from being like ready to fight and kill to being very interested. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Nothing worse than Jack's interest. <laughs> and Jack says, Oh, so you, you were the one that unleashed the great sun dragon. So you will, you will see that um, I know of matters of, of the spirit and that when I say you should stand down, you should stand down. I have mm. faced Tenkai myself. I have stared into his eyes and lived. Oh, this is interesting. And then he calls over one shoulder and you hear and he says, Atreus, there's someone you should probably meet. And as he kind of steps aside, you see this, this tall, thin, pale man in, in, in a long kind of robe dismount from one of the horses. And he begins to sort of glide, like not walk, like kind of glide and hover over towards you. Zaba, roll me a d20. Oh, my As something stirs in your memory. Okay. 14. You see a, a ring on his hand of a serpent and something in your memory clicks. You have this very vague memory of like when you were with your mom, of like when you were leaving home, of like seeing someone, like someone or maybe a handful of people all wearing rings or cloths with these fat, with, with, that, with that serpent logo on it. Mm. Is there any emotion tied to that memory? You remember being very confused. I think being a little bit afraid. Okay. Well, I will introduce myself. I'll say greetings. I'm Zaba, guardian of Kokuru village. And Jack says to Atreus, 
This little guardian said that he unleashed Tang Kai. Atreus looks at you, looks at the wound on your left arm, we'll say, and says, interesting. You get a very weird vibe as you feel... Hang on, I gotta pull up the ability. What? Magic? Yeah. Ayame. Oh, jeez. Don't like that. All of a sudden, you become transfixed as he peers into your eyes. Uh. As you feel being pulled into his mind through time and space. He learns your ideal and your flaw and the worst and best thing you've ever done. Can I start with the worst and best yes. thing? Mm-hmm. The worst thing was unleashing Tenkai. And I think um, the best thing um, the best thing I've ever done was there's like a vivid memory of when Zaba was like still like was still like learning how to be a guardian and um, comforting like comforting someone who had like just lost like one of their parents. Kind of like the, the process of, of that coming into his own as a guardian while also like learning how to um, take care of and guard and, and protect his village. My ideal is duty. Uh, my flaw is stubbornness. So you all of a sudden kind of get this like replay of those memories you just described and kind of in third person view watching these things happen with Atreus next to you. And then all of a sudden like you like blink Atreus's eyes have faded to white and then begin to fade back to like their natural silvery gray. And he raises an eyebrow and stares at you and says, Kokuru village, huh? What a dutiful guardian so far from home. We will have to speak more on Tankai and the great sun dragon that you've unleashed. I'm quite curious of why and your reasoning. But before then, I believe we have this creature to rid of so have they noticed ernie no um because you mentioned there are guards yeah so i'm assuming they're standing by the horses would it be possible to do i know we're not really in combat and people aren't attacking right now but i would want to sneak while because this whole thing is happening and it seems Mm -hmm. like it's taking it takes a couple minutes i was trying also to distract and run interference okay Mm -hmm. thanks so So I want to sneak behind and I don't I don't know if I can do a sneak attack because what I want to do is I basically just want to knock both of the guards out but make sure that they when they fall they don't hit the ground like make sure they don't hit the ground like lower them down to the ground basically take out the guards while this is happening that's that's what I want to do I'll say you can do that Okay so that's your, um, Yeah mm-hmm. I would say roll me a d20 for your stealth yeah. And if and depending on what you get for that, that'll determine how many guards you take out before they realize oh, okay, cool. you're behind. Yeah, because I realize that say the, the sneak attack move does say once per round, you can incapacitate a commoner or a minion. So I know it's kind of stretching the... Ah, oh, God, fucking damn, it's an 11. Okay, that is, an, that, that is a success. You it achieved is? your intended act. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> so Zaba, while you're like, when you come to, you see just... Bloop, one guard fall down. Bloop, yeah. another guard fall down. Bloop, another guard fall down. I'm just like, Bloop. like pay, trying to pay attention to um, whatever the person, this, yeah, that cryptic conversation they're having while I'm seeing this in the, the periphery of my vision. Yeah, Ernie, you've taken out all the guards 
and they have not noticed you. Driftwood, you see Ernie do this as like, I'm guessing you're, you're still trying to like kind of go after the buaya and get it to stop from walking. So yeah, I'm trying to determine all the elements right now. Has anyone who has come from, from Adisa seen me yet? They, I don't think they've seen you because the buaya is probably blocking you. Okay, and the buaya is on its way to them, correct? He's slowly walking, yeah. Okay, what I want to do <laughs> is I want to signal to Ernie and Zaba to get the freak out of here right now to like get out of the situation because Driftwood's out of ideas right now of trying to calm the buaya and think something bad's going to happen. Like there's going to be a huge battle. Um, we should get away from. I think Zaba is kind of turned away because Zaba is talking to to, to uh, Atreus and Jack. Um, but is there a way I can get Ernie's attention so that we can like get out of here? Yeah, you are able to make eye contact with Ernie. Okay. How are you going to signal? Like, what are you so going to do? I take off my my apron and I start like twirling it in the air. So it's trying to make like a bigger visual um, for Ernie to spot. Um, Ernie, your eyesight. <laughs> I don't know. You can see. Yeah, Ernie, you see Driftwood waving their apron around, but is there anything you want to do with that signal? You do that, okay? Yeah, Ernie. Yeah, you, you, I, you I just mimic like, the action. Like you mimic the action, like with your cape or with your sword. I, Driftwood starts like aggressively pointing, like away from the lake. Okay, I move towards the horses, and then Driftwood jumps into the water. Yeah, steal the horses. Wait, yeah, because yeah, there's great. a sack in the back of one of the horses. Can I cut yeah. that open? Yeah. This yeah. roll. For how uh, sneaky this is. I mean, uh, the boy at this point, I don't know. No, yeah. You cut the sack open. There are giant metal balls in it that what fall the? out. Like tons of them. That's ding, not ding, good. ding, ding, ding. And at that moment, Jack turns around and like, I get on the horns to you. And Atreus is like, You fools. And Jack is like, Who is this? What are you? And then Jack's like, Wait a minute. I You're leave. Back. <laughs> um, um, Jack pulls out. I'm going to turn it to a bird. You turn it to a bird? Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> right before you start swimming away, Driftwood, Ernie jumps on a horse and starts riding away as like these metal balls begin to fall out behind. Can I keep one of the balls? Can I grab I'd grab one of them? Yeah, you grab one of them, and <laughs> all of a sudden the metal balls, as like they begin to like hit the ground and like stuff like that. Jack pulls out like a dagger and he hurls it at you, Ernie. Are you? kidding me yeah and he hits you in the back for one Listen, point of damage only oh, only one point <laughs> only one point it's a dagger <laughs> well i got i am at i am now at four i'm i'm bloodied i'm at you get four. to keep the dagger though <laughs> yeah true i keep it in my back for now you know you know um, what they say about uh bleeding uh <laughs> to death uh zaba as you transform into a bird you f- see atreus move a couple of fingers towards you oh, and Jesus. a bolt Christ. of lightning fires out of his fingertips the... towards you and you get hit zaba how much for you take four points of damage i think i'm still alive yeah yeah you're still alive but you get As struck by lightning okay and it's at that moment that jack's like shit quick 
And he starts running over to grab the metal balls and starts to throw them at the Buwaya as the Buwaya just begins to like roar and attack. And as the three of you kind of run away, you hear an intense melee and magic occur. Jesus. Bruh. Dyson Pizza as Maya Worrell as Zaba, Justin Rickefort as Driftwood, Kyla Worrell as Ernie, and Derek Ayello, myself as the guide. Cover art is by Gene Young, music is by Itamar Ben Zimra, with additional sound design and sound effects by Brian Kim. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dyson Pizza for updates on the show, and you can check out the video or audio version of this on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be taking a break for the winter, but full episodes will resume on Monday, January 10th, 2022. We're really grateful for all the support we've gotten with our little show, and we are just getting started. If you have a second, please leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. We would really appreciate it. It would help other people find the show. Thank you all, and we'll see you next year. Bye.